this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Rebecca Brady, the founder of Top Seeds, a cracker and seeds company right here in Buffalo and last year's 43 North $1 million prize winner. Today is our 100th episode of Bell Ringer, so we just wanted to take a second to thank every guest that has been so gracious with their time over the last couple of years joining the show, and of course you for listening to all the great things that are happening here in Buffalo, Niagara. Enjoy this episode. Thanks. Top Seeds um, is a company we make healthy crackers and roasted seeds out of seeds. And then tell us a little bit about the, the backstory and why you founded the company. Well, there's a long, long version and a short version. I'll give you the medium version. So <laughs> we, um, I left New Zealand after finishing university and moved overseas. Um, um, started traveling around the world, which what all New Zealanders do. Um, I just actually never made it back to New Zealand, apart from cr- Christmases here and there when there's no pandemic, of course. But um, I moved to uh, Singapore for 10 years and met my husband and had a couple of children. Then we moved to Japan for 10 years and I had another child. And um, in Singapore, I worked in marketing. Then once we moved to Japan, I didn't have a visa to work. So it was perfect. I raised the children. Um, And then after 10 years in Japan, we got transferred to uh, Buffalo, which was an exciting move for us. We were teased mercilessly, but um, we were, it was a nice surprise. And when we got here, it was one of those little secrets that no one knows about what a cool city it is. We're loving it here. Great winters, great summers. Um, And by then the kids were teenagers and happy to, not have me around so much. Um, in fact, very happy <laughs> as teenagers are. Um, and so I thought, okay, time to start looking for a job. Um, however, I didn't have much luck because I'd had that 10 year gap in my resume, um, which, you know, I'd kind of heard could be an issue, but I remember kind of thinking, well, I'm kind of smart. Uh, I, I have a degree, you know, and I've done some work in marketing. I should be easy, but Alas, no, um, I couldn't find a job that I wanted to do. So I took a minute and thought about that saying that do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I thought, what do I really love to do? I'm in a good situation here. You know, my husband had a good job. And more importantly, as we all know in the US, he had health insurance, very important. So I thought, what do I love? I love good nutrition. I love good food and sport and the combination between good food and performance you are who you eat and I'd been making crackers and roasted seeds forever and everyone loved them when I'd bring them places in fact I I remember turning up to places to play tennis with friends and they'd say did you bring the crackers (laughs) the disappointment that I hadn't bought the crackers but I'm like but I'm here guys Next time, bring the crackers. (laughs) So, yeah, I thought I'd give it a try. And, yeah, lo and behold, here I am. It's been a whirlwind of a ride. So for those that don't know, you just won the $1 million prize from 43 North, our local startup and pitch competition. Um, You're speaking to me now from their incubator and offices. Uh, 
you know, you had moved to Buffalo, so I'm sure you were familiar with 43 North at some capacity, but what made you decide to go down that path and even apply before we get to the competition and obviously winning? It's all started with, um, I saw an ad for a smaller version of the competition called Ignite Buffalo, which um, I happened to be lucky enough. I applied for that and won $50,000. So that was a real Kickstarter for our business because I went from, we started off um, in a, well, I started off, it was truly just me in the beginning, trying to make as many crackers as I could in a commissary space. And that was um, pretty painful in terms of, it was fabulous. It had a lot of equipment, um, no need for a huge investment in capital. So, you know, I could rent by the hour. So I learned a lot. I had to go as fast as I could. Um, but, you know, I had limited times. You know, I could only go on Sunday at 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. or Thursday evenings. And, you know, even sometimes I'd turn up and they said, sorry, you can't use it today. So it wasn't a great situation, but it was kind of, there are pros and cons, of course, to having a commissary space that you can rent by the hour. So when I saw the ad for the Ignite um, competition that you could win cash, okay, perfect. Um, and Ignite Buffalo is connected. It's the mini version of 43 North. So I get it. Yes, I got in there. I won 50000 I bought an oven which meant a $50,000 oven, basically, which meant we could set up our own space and not have to be um, relying on a shared space. Um, I remember we moved in, you know, it's 3,000 square feet and we're joking, saying we're going to need scooters to get around this place compared to this one little room that we had in the commissary space. So, yeah, that was the, the taste of what $50,000 could do for us. And then, of course, we're in this great network of people Buffalo that um, Ignite Buffalo, the team behind Ignite Buffalo, hooked, to, hooked us up with. And there was a lot of training, mentors. So, yeah, really a mini version of 43 North. So then I guess, you know, you meet more people, you network more, and then before you know it, you hear about 43 North. And I started going to the competition and loved being in the it's a very different experience. Two, three years ago, four years ago, I thought, well, there's just no way, you know. We grew, it became more realistic that actually we could be in the running for for applying for the competition anyway. So, yeah, that's that's the start of that. Like you mentioned, I mean, it's a fun environment to actually attend 40 through North and watch all of the pitches, watch, um, you know, it's really like a show or an entertainment show and it's in Shays, our performing arts theater, um, different experience pitching on stage, as you mentioned, in front of a couple of thousand people and the judges, obviously, that'll decide your fate there. Um, I remember, yeah. I mean, I was there this year. I remember how much the judges loved you and how great the pitch was, the Q&A, obviously. So when you get off stage after pitching, how did you feel? Did you think you know, oh, that went amazing. I, I'm going to win. Or where was your mindset? Well, here's the funny thing. You know, I was extremely nervous. I'm one of those people who would rather go to the dentist than present publicly. So uh, it was a harrowing week. It was a lot of fun because, you know, it was great fun with all the other teams and learning about the other businesses, but it was harrowing. So really when I came off that stage, 
I was just so happy because it had been a couple of months of waking up every morning thinking, oh my gosh, I'm further on in the competition now. There's more chance I'm going to present. Literally every morning, first thing come into my mind, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to present. And the further I got through, the more realistic it became that I was really going to have to do that. So I, I wasn't even in my mind whether I was going to win or what was going to happen. It was just utter relief that the presentation was over and I'd oh. held it together and not embarrassed myself, really. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's why are we so scared of such a, such a thing? I don't know. <laughs> well, as someone in the audience, you did great. Um, so obviously you, you go on to win the $1 million prize from 43 North. So, um, tell our audience a bit about, you know, your growth plans from then. And even since the competition, I know you've grown a lot. So, um, just take us kind of up to present day and then we'll go, you know, where you see the next couple of years headed. Okay. So from the beginning, we've doubled year on year. So we're going to try and keep on that trajectory, excuse me, um, we want to be a hundred million dollar business in five years and uh, international, if not national, if not international brand. Yeah. Um, we, like I said, we were in a 3000 square foot space in the beginning and that grew to 5,000 um, just by extending into the neighboring place. And now we're just bursting at the seams. So the plan with the million is to go into a 30,000 square foot space and um, go from a very, what we're, what we're doing now is a very manual process. And we're going to try and automate that um, so that we can finally get out there and do some marketing. Because at the moment, we're lucky enough to have some great customers that we're just growing with these customers. People just keep reaching out to us, wanting us, wanting our crackers and seeds. So we actually haven't ever being able to go out and look for new customers because we just can't meet that pent-up demand. So it really is building that new facility so that we can kind of get ahead of the game and start calling on new customers and, yeah, making it a, a, an international brand. And how many employees um, are you at or, or plan to be at with your hiring? I understand you've been doing quite a bit. Yeah, we've hired a lot. I mean, I'd love to go back and look at the dates and things, what what we had um, November 21. We certainly, I'd say we, we're at about um, 30 employees now. Um, both Wegmans and Whole Foods are just incredible customers and we're just, just growing and growing with them. Um, you know, weekly and monthly, the, the orders are growing. So uh, manufacturing staff, I'd say, possibly added seven since um, November last year when we won. And we've also hired a fantastic marketing person. She's doing an incredible job for us. Um, we've hired a HR and finance person. Um, we're looking at a, hiring a B2B marketing salesperson. That's the next hire and a uh, food safety person. Um, you know, they're the immediate hires, but certainly down the road, we're going to need engineers, technicians, and everyone to run the new plant. Um, yeah, there's, there's 
so much. And, you know, the more you get into this, the more you hear about about more people you need to um, run these places. It's kind of like we don't know what we're getting into sometimes. So we're learning as we go and, oh, okay, we're going to need someone to do that. But, yeah, it's all good fun. Buffalo's population and Erie County um, in the latest census grew for the first time since 1950 and 1970, um, respectively. I mean, a big part of that influx was new Americans and refugees coming to our community. And there's been a lot of stories in, in local media lately about, you know, workforce struggles that are plaguing some companies in Western New York and really across the country. It's an issue everywhere. Um, but the opportunity that is there in hiring refugees and being open to that pipeline, I know that's something that your company, Top Seeds, has been willing to do and has seen some great success with. So tell us a little bit about the thought process just process of that workforce pipeline um, and your experience onboarding you know, these folks and, and staffing up as you're moving pretty quickly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like you said, it's a, a fantastic workforce out there. You know, um, we, I started, I, I guess it's just kind of snowballed. My first um, employee, I got through a friend who was um, working at Journey's End. And she told me they have this, these refugees there who are looking for jobs. Journey's End helps them settle into the city, helps them with housing, schools and everything, and also helps them find jobs. So um, she said, you should try it. So I got my first employee from there, from Bhutan, and she was fantastic. And um, I soon needed another employee, so I called Journeys in, and they said, yep, sure, well, we've got more people looking for jobs. So it just grew one by one, and we we're at a point now where, um, like I said, I think manufacturing staff is 24, 25 people, um, and they all have friends or sisters who need jobs. So it's really through word of mouth now that we're getting, if we need more employees, they come. Or if Journey's End has someone arriving in town, they call us and say, do you need someone? And it's fantastic. I got a great welcome here. Well, my family and I, we got a great welcome here when we arrived in Buffalo. So it's nice to be able to reciprocate, give these people some jobs, give them an opportunity to get started. A lot of them can't speak English which is fine. You know, we just have a lot of sign language going on, <laughs> a lot of um, flashcards. We play a lot of games like Pictionary and Charades for training, but our Pictionary and Charades cards are more like um, pictures of a mixer. So you've got to draw a mixer and your team has to guess the word mixer. So, you know, we have a lot of fun. And, of course, lunch times are fantastic because we're all about food, right? It's, it's amazing seeing what they bring food that I've never even seen before. It's, it's really fun. They're from all over the world, um, Afghanistan, Somalia, um, Pakistan, um, Bhutan, like I said, um, the Congo. Yeah, so it's a great mix, a, a nice international environment to be in. I love it. I feel very blessed to have them on our team. You talked about um, really not being able to even market the company and the brand because you're just trying to meet the demand of your current customer base, even locally. Um, you know, you said you just hired a marketing individual who's been great for the team. I think it was a week or two ago, you got mm-hmm. some interesting uh, Instagram news from, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. It was incredible. 
you were on her Instagram story, just a package of top seeds, I think in her food pantry or something. So just tell uh, yeah. us like how you found out about that and, and the response you've heard since. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. So it was a thing on TikTok. It was something like show, show us your boss's snack drawer. So there was a shot of Gwyneth and then it zoned in down on her snack drawer. And there in a snack drawer some, were some of our Maple Magic roasted seeds, which was perfect timing because we just got that product into Wegman. So it was incredible. So, um, yeah, marketing and um, just grabbed a shot of me and then a shot down of my marketing on um, my snack drawer. And my snack drawer, of course, was the uh, seeds and the crackers. We put up and then through uh, word of mouth and through any networks we could uh, get, we found an address to send some product to Gwyneth and said, hey, saw that you like our seeds. Here's some more of our stuff. Hope you enjoy them from another woman-owned business. And lo and behold, she put that on her Gwyneth Poulter story. Uh, we were just, you know, I, screaming down the phone to each other, calling everyone on the team going, oh, my gosh, Gwyneth Poulter. <laughs> you know, it's good fun. It's fun when anyone shares, the, shares news about the product or that they like the product. But I guess when someone's got 8 million followers, that's exciting. Yes, pretty great. Pretty great marketing tool there on its own. Uh, word of mouth or via social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Well, thank you very much for your time. And obviously all you do for Western New York growing the business here. Before I let you go, we always end on a couple of hard hitting blizzard round questions. So first, a, a oh. food, food related <laughs> one. Um, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you oh. be? Oh, Fijoa. There we are. People are going to have to Google that. It's a New Zealand fruit. Fijoa ice cream would be my favorite. All right. I'll give it a Google. How about a uh, book or TV show that you'd recommend? Ooh, a book or TV show. I love um, Malcolm Gladwell, The Tipping Point for a book. TV show. Well, I really like the movie. It's going to be a New Zealand one here. Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. Two great choices. How about, um, do you prefer a text or phone call? Mm, text. But it depends on what it is, right? <laughs> right. Quick text, done, right? Yeah. How about um, hiking or skiing? Oh, skiing, without a doubt. Uh, bills or sabers? Bills. And the last question, most important, chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Flat. Easy. <laughs> Great choice. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. It was good fun talking to you. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast. Follow our social media channels and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.